Welcome to the Agency Navigators Podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Don. We're leadership experts, writers of the book, Changing Your Equation, and partners at RD Advisory Group. Insurance may be your expertise, but leading insurance agencies is ours. Now let's talk about navigating your agency forward. Welcome to another episode of the Agency Navigators Podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Don. We are partners at RD Advisory Group and the creators of the Agency CFO Program. On today's episode, we really want to continue focusing on the impacts of COVID-19. And as our Agency CFO, there's one thing that's really been on your mind right now. Cash. Cash. You know the CFOs, they love their cash and their numbers. So we're going to take you through a couple of different steps in thinking about cash management and really cash conservation, correct? Yes, that is something we are stressing to all of our clients. Mm -hmm. It's really one of our current topics right now. In this environment with a lot of unknowns, I think it's wise to be conservative with cash. Okay. So first, let's go ahead and define it. What is cash? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be simple. It, it, It pretty much is. Look, for most agencies, cash really is what do we have in the bank? Uh, we may have various checking accounts, our operating account. Maybe we have a premium trust account. If we do a lot of agency bill, uh, payroll accountants, maybe even some other miscellaneous accounts. You might have a money market and even a, a certificate of deposit. I would consider that to be fairly liquid. So any liquid cash is what we call is on your balance sheet would be cash. And that's easily to be uh, confused or distracted by when you see those totals, correct? Because not all of it is usable. Yes, that is the important <laughs> question I get all the time from so many agency owners. They let's say they have $300,000 in the bank in their checking account and they ask me, can I take it out? Can I use it? Well, the question that the answer to that question is maybe. So let's understand the difference between cash, that's what you have in the bank, shows on your balance sheet or your uh, checking account statements, and what is truly usable. It's almost like going to the ATM and getting the receipt. Yes. It shows how much is in the bank, but it doesn't tell you what outstanding Mm -hmm. direct withdrawals you might have or deposits or uh, checks that are out there in the mail. You just really don't know. You can't always go by that number. Exactly. So similar situation. Uh, Appearances can be deceiving. So what is what I call net usable cash? So I'm going to give you the formula and I'll repeat it. So we all have this. This is really, really important. Okay, hold on. A CFO giving a formula about money. Pretty standard stuff, huh? (laughs) (laughs) This is important, everybody. So our net usable cash, it's pretty simple and straightforward. Yes, we take. Uh, we start with all our cash in the bank. So all of those bank accounts, the money market, if we have a CD, all of our cash. Then we're going to add to it our current accounts receivables. So whatever our, our accounts receivable balance is, and for some of the agencies, that could be a pretty big number if you do a lot of agency bill. So our net, our cash, is our liquid cash. Then we're going to add in all of our total accounts receivable. Then we're going to start subtracting. What are we going to subtract? Well, any uh, vendor open vendor payables. So if we have uh, vendor payables that we haven't issued the checks for yet, all of those payables we're going to deduct. Again, if you do a lot of agency bill, all of the carrier payables, 
any credit card, uh, current credit card debt, subtract that out. So really what you end up with is you're gonna have your liquid cash plus your accounts receivable, subtract out any vendor payables, all of your carrier payables, and any type of short-term debt that is now due like a credit card. And really this comes down to a, a cash flow statement. Yes, this is a very <laughs> simplified version of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, depending on your situation, if you have $300,000 of cash in the bank, you, at the end of the day, when you do this calculation, you may have more cash on hand than actually shows, or you may have a lot less that's usable. But it's very important that you take into account this type of calculation. And is that your working capital? Yes. Ultimately, your net free cash, let's say it comes out to $200,000. If your average monthly expenses, including payroll, average out to be around 100000 that would mean you have two months of working capital on hand. And I use that example because as a minimum, I always suggest that every agency have two months of working capital on hand. Now again, I wanna go over that formula one more time. Now working capital, look at your average monthly expenses, which includes payroll, all the money that goes out in a given month. Mm -hmm. Multiply that times two, and that would give you two months of working capital. That's how much cash you want to, net available cash you want to have on hand, minimum. And what we're saying to our clients is in this type of environment, perhaps it's wise to have more. We always rather have more than mm -hmm. less. So you have a reserve to tap into. Yes. All right. And that's something we really do tell everyone at least two months. We tell people who ask us about their personal budgets that you really, two to six months, you really don't know what's gonna happen, clearly. And philosophies are very different amongst owners. Some believe in carrying many months of cash. Some are very comfortable holding minimal cash. It does vary greatly from agency to agency. It's just right now with those impacts that we've talked about before, we don't know, there's, we know there's five impacts of COVID that's going to be felt short and long-term, temporary and permanent on insurance agencies. So we want to make sure that they have the cash reserves needed that they can tap into. Right. And you, and you may wonder, why are we talking about this? Because you look at your first quarter results and you look at them and likelihood is they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. And for many of you, when you look at from an earned commission basis, being commission, you may have felt no impact whatsoever so far. So you have no negative impact so far on your income, and you've probably just received a, the bulk of your contingency revenue checks, and you look at your bank balance, and hey, it looks pretty good. And this is something we see month to month with our own clients, which is why when we do our agency CFO work with them, we normalize contingency across 12 months exactly. because it does provide that false sense of security. It, it really does. And right now you could really get a false sense of a false positive. A false positive. Mm -hmm. Right. And even without, before we talk about the impacts of COVID, for many agencies right now is when you have peak cash because of, of the mm -hmm. contingency receipts. And for most agencies over the next 12 months, they're going to work down their cash balance from here. For many agencies, uh, this will be the peak time. Mm -hmm. So really, really think about cash conservation 
this is why we need to talk about this now and everyone needs to pay attention about it because now we now we're ready to talk about the COVID-19 mm-hmm. impact. Yes. As I said, for many agencies, you haven't felt an impact yet. Will you? Yes. Or the impact they felt is human. People, yes. people aren't working in the office. Yes. The phones may not be ringing as much. There's a different vibe to the business right now. But the actual March financial reports aren't really showing it, are they? Exactly. Exactly. Again, it's because of the lag in the insurance world. Your March numbers really were based upon February, uh, January, or even some things that happened last year. That's the issue. All right. So we know we're still recommending and really, really promoting cash conservation that we really got to be careful of those false positives. Now let's get into helping them. Yes. And this is a very timely topic. Our first uh, strategy is one that is a really a limited opportunity. You've probably heard about the Paycheck Protection Program. Talk about getting a boost to cash flow. This is about two and a half months of your average payroll. It's a, it's a good chunk of cash, tax-free. It is. And... In full disclosure, at RD Advisory Group, we've applied for it as well. Yes. And what makes it so special is that essentially it's meant to be forgivable. Mm-hmm. Uh, if spent on payroll and other allowable Very expenses. Very limited allowable expenses. It, it is totally forgiven. So therefore, it is, I don't want to call it a grant, but in the end, it it's, is, it's, it's money that you're not paying back. All right. So if we view it as a grant for payroll and- mm-hmm. To be completely honest, we're going to put it in our payroll account and draw off of that and use any revenue we have to pay down bills, to build up savings, so that our we're not impacted long-term. We're protected as well. Exactly. This is a way to bolster your cash flow and your mm-hmm. cash position immediately, or practically immediately. Absolutely. So please, if you haven't applied for it, reach out to Don and we'll be saying it over and over again, but Don P at rdadvisorygroup.com. We have a calculator. We have a checklist. We'll try to talk you through if you have not applied for it yet. And please know we have gotten this question even today. There seems some banks have a tremendous delay. Our bank as well. Don't, don't be too nervous about it. It may be refunded. The, the program's there may be additional funds available. The banks are trying to get, catch up. The rules are changing from the SBA. It's not really the banks. It's the SBA. At the same time, you don't want to delay. <clears throat> right. So apply, but don't get panic-stricken when you haven't gotten the money yet. All right. So that's strategy number one. Strategy number two is expense control. That never sounds fun. No. That's such a CFO thing. It is. It is. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not fun. It is the uh, tried and true just being responsible. All right. How, now, how are we responsible? We're not going to go off on a spending spree just because we have some money uh, in the bank or maybe we get the PPP loan and we have some excess cash. It looks like we have excess cash. It's not the time to go off and just spend it on because we have it. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not legitimate expenses. They might have had to buy additional technology for people working remote. or. So we're going to really focus on what is necessary, not what do we need, wants versus needs. Needs. Focus on the needs. We're going to pay for what we need, but we might need to hold off on some of those wants. 
like a new company car or something. Exactly. Uh, okay. Refurbishment of an office that can wait or can be delayed. Right. Okay. So a little expense control, everyone. Let's uh, let's make our CFO feel better and save some of that cash. I the next one you have is limit shareholder distributions. For many of you, your S corp, LLC, even uh, other organizations, you can take discretionary uh, distributions. And I taught I use the word discretionary. Oftentimes, owners will decide to take out money when they feel like they need some. And I asked you, is the money better left inside the business or taken out? At this point, if you don't really need the cash externally to take it out, think about and consider that this might be a good time to really just leave it in the business. Mm -hmm. If you really need it, by all means, you can tap into it. But if you don't, maybe this is the time we build up cash within the agency and we leave it on the agency's books for now. Mm -hmm. It's actually not that mindset of hoarding that we see where people were going out and buying 30, 40, mm -hmm. 60 rolls of toilet paper or whatever and save the cash. Right. Don't it, spend it. Because I will tell you almost 100% of the time, once we take that money out, it never goes back. It's really hard. To <laughs> It never goes back. It's like Costco now. They're not taking returns. <laughs> uh, the next you have is don't prepay debt or expenses. Correct. It, sometimes we get in a situation where we have money on hand and, and, and we have a loan and we say, well, instead of making all those monthly payments, I've got the money. Let's just pay it off. Well, probably not the best time to do that. Or if you have the option, sometimes a vendor will say, hey, uh, pay up. You, you can have the option of paying for 12 months upfront versus 12 installments. Well, today I would tell you, let's not prepay debt and let's not pay our vendors upfront for the, if we can get terms, let's take advantage of terms. You basically want to play Monopoly. Yes, we want to mm -hmm. uh, utilize other people's money mm -hmm. and conserve our own cash. Yeah, to win the game, you have the biggest pile of cash and the most properties and all of that. So let's let's have that monopoly mindset, that mm -hmm. board game we all grew up with. Keep our just own money. Keep, keep your money. Keep mm -hmm. your money. The final of the five strategies is a line of credit. Yeah. Well, what happens if we do run short of cash? Can we go out and borrow? For many agencies, you may have already a pre-existing line of credit with the bank. Hopefully, uh, you haven't tapped into it. Hopefully, it's all free and available. If you haven't touched it in years, now's a good time to call your bank and say, hey, remember that line of credit you gave us? We still have that available. So if you haven't been utilizing it, make sure it's still available. Mm -hmm. And if you have tapped into that line of credit, just be considerate. How much uh, room do you have left? Mm -hmm. How much ceiling is there? And, yeah. And just so you know, because in this, clearly the past two months, we don't know what we don't know. Correct. <laughs> I mean, so let's be prepared. What can we do? We hope we don't have to go out and borrow, but let's be confident in what we have available to us. And, you know, I always say, uh, you will sleep better at night. Mm -hmm. Actually, in finances are the biggest source of stress in America. So let's let's go ahead and have, build up those big numbers in our in our cash accounts. So our five strategies, again, are make sure you have applied for the Paycheck Prote Protection Program. Good old-fashioned expense control. Yeah, I left that one for you. <laughs> uh, limit 
your shareholder distributions for now. Don't prepay debt or other expenses if we don't need to. And make sure your line of credit has a seal, you know, you have enough available in that it is still active and current, that you can tap into it. So those are the five strategies from the numbers. This human expert, I don't want to end without saying a few human do's during this time. We've talked about the kind of the don'ts and what to be cautious for and careful of when it comes to cash con for conservation. Let's talk about those do's. Hey, do go ahead and treat your skeleton crew, the ones that are manning the offices, treat them to lunch. Those are very small expenses in the big picture and they'll go very far with building your team. The team is our most important asset. Don't at all neglect your team. Which leads into what you and I were talking about before we went live with this is I asked you the question, should they continue any, you know, if they, if you do annual reviews with salary adjustments or bonuses or just cost of living raises, should they go ahead and do that? Yes, unless the agency is experiencing really significant, severe financial ramifications, you are unlikely at this point, I would certainly continue that. Again, our team is our most important asset. So therefore, uh, to your each uh, team member, these uh, reviews and salary increases and potential bonuses, these are more essential because they're under greater stress as well. And this would only add to their stress. And for the most part, the impact on their cash is on the low side. The impact to your team members' cash is significant. The mm -hmm. impact to the agency's cash is really small. These are small items. And the final uh, little tip for the human do I have is do support your small business relationships. They, they were there for you when you wanted to make the sale. Turn around, go ahead, buy some gift cards from them. Even give those to your team. One of, one of our agencies we work with and huge shout out told us today he went and bought gift cards for all his team members to a grocery store. Go ahead, those clients that are within your database and you want to support. We personally have been trying to support our local favorite restaurants, even to the point of helping one with the payroll protection, paycheck protection act, because we want to ensure they're around. So we're trying to support and give that business to them. And again, it's not going to be much of an impact on the cash, correct? Correct. But the lasting impact of the relationship is profound. Yes. So on that note, we have the five strategies, PPP, expense control, limit shareholder distributions, don't prepay debt or expenses, and maintain that line of credit for the five strategies. I would just say that these are proactive measures that you can implement now. And I think they will serve you well, both in the short term and the long term, as we are in really uncharted territory. Absolutely. And for those human dues, let's keep taking care of our teams and our business relationships. By oh, all means. I actually just thought of another one. I'm going to slip that in. Your local nonprofits need you right now. Go ahead, make those donations or support them as much as you can as well. They they will be there, hopefully, when this comes out and and we want to preserve our communities. Yes, by all means. All right. On that note, I, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, reach out to us with any questions and to your cash conservation. That's it for today's episode. 
Thank you for joining and listening in on the Agency Navigators podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Don. Please remember to subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to. And if you're listening to us from Apple iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. We'd love to make sure we're current and available to everyone who wants to listen in. On that note, I wish you be financially well. And please stay well, stay healthy, take care of your families, and stay inside. We hope to have you listen in again soon. Bye.